And and so it makes you feel maybe even slightly childlike, but in a cool way. Their music evokes a sense of youngness and oldness. It's the timelessness. (laughs) I feel like we're doing like a wine tasting right now. (laughs) What what do I taste here? Some timelessness, a little bit of uh, mm, child wonder. Hmm. Is there some child wonder there? I think <laughs> what color cloud do you taste? <laughs> pink cloud? Is that a pink cloud? Hey everybody, welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less cynical and more curious life. I'm Scott. And I'm Macy. Welcome to episode number 32. Ooh. 32. I think it is 32. Tonight's topic is... We're, oh, we're going to add some... Add synth- moody synthiness. Yeah. I'm going to add it later. You'll like it. So cue the synth sounds. Cue it. <laughs> Beach House. Beach House the band. Beach House them. We're not going to talk about Beach House real estate. Nope. Yeah. But first thing you Google search, Beach House is the band. Oh, good. But it, but but everything below it is mm-hmm. uh, re- literal real estate things. Yeah. Literal yeah. Beach House. It's 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 a pretty confounding thing. So right off the bat, if you're a person that doesn't really know much about this band, Beach House. Uh, Good luck finding some information about them online. Good luck if YouTubing you just, Beach House videos. I tried to show Macy they're quite some mysterious. Beach House videos. They don't have a channel, a YouTube channel. No. Um, so to find a Beach House video is very challenging. We'll have to, we'll find one and we'll post it on our show notes. But Ooh, Beach House, promise. if you uh, Google search Beach House band, then all of a sudden things like pop up. But yeah. if you don't type in band, then you get so many chaotic another thing to search for is beach house of baltimore they're from baltimore Oh, that's true and they're very like baltimore vibes they're Mm -hmm. from baltimore but the victoria vibes it's true she was born in france yes yeah ah i don't know i'm pretty sure she was huh interesting when she speaks french i I just thought she like lived abroad for a while but i'm not sure uh okay so beach house is a band a pop duo a dream pop Dream is pop. That That's how they're referred to. And it's that makes sense to me. And kind of, I, I don't, I, I think we can look this up because Pitchfork did a list of the top 30 dream pop bands of all time. Oh, or dream pop albums. No, Teen Dream was number five. Oh. So there are some front runners to dream pop. There are some pioneers, if you will. Hmm. Hmm. So Beach House is. Who are, it, do you know who they are? Nope, I forget already. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm going to kick myself when I see it. I'm like, oh, of course, you know. That. Yeah. But uh, I do think, I remember thinking when I saw the list that number one was, didn't know, didn't know number one. Hmm. So, so that's interesting. The number one dream pop band of all time or album. These were albums. You didn't know. Didn't know. Um, Bloom strange. is a Beach House album. That's in the top 10. Teen Dream is in the top 10. Hmm. Hmm. But uh, yeah. That's so interesting. Depression Jerry isn't? Uh, I think it might be in the top 30, but like. Um, I, I guess one thing I would like to just consider right off the bat here is 
this idea of like, I don't know how into dream pop I am. That's a good point. I don't know if it's just Beach House or if it's just dream pop because I remember listening to some of these bands and liking it, but mm. not catching fire like Beach House caught mm. fire. It was like, this is good. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, got to listen again. I'm downloading the album. Here I go. Yeah, yeah. You Which know? You had with Beach House? Yeah. I don't think I have very much experience with dream pop as a genre. So listening to Beach House has been interesting, but I really like a lot of electronic music mm. and like, how would we define dream pop? I don't know. Yeah. Now, we're It's also very moody. Like yeah, moody. Beach House is moody music. Yeah. Uh, dream pop. I I know what I know exactly what is going on in my brain when somebody says that, but I wouldn't know how to say it necessarily. No, like, what I would like you say picture. the difference between pop and dream pop is? Well, dream pop seems like Slower, mm, a little slower, and like hippie pop, but also mm. like moodier, moodier, spacier, spacier, synthier, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. slower, uh, ethereal, high, oh, atmospheric, vocals. atmospheric. Yeah, yes, yeah. In a in a hyped up, consistent way, like Taylor Swift or somebody might do a song that has like. Are you gonna look up like a definition? Oh yes, I found the uh, definition of dream pop. Should I? Okay. So dream pop is, so its parent genre is alternative rock and pop rock. Um, ooh, another way to say it is ambient music. Dream pop is a subgenre of alternative rock and neo-psychedelia that developed in the 1980s. The oh. style is type, typified by a preoccupation with sonic texture and atmosphere as much as melody. It often overlaps with the related genre of shoegazing, and the two genre terms have at times been used interchangeably. There it is. Interesting. The 80s. Yeah, the 80s. Ooh, and the first artist to pop up was Beach House. Mm, wow. Mm-hmm. The first artist to pop up. Mm-hmm. An artist. This is, what I, this is what I'd say, and I'd obviously be interested in what you'd have to say. <laughs> When we do these episodes, you know, I don't know. We're we're off in some world here talking about music that we like. This is no mm-hmm. small thing. Mm-hmm. We talk about any topic that interests us. We deep dive things. Because things are no small thing. We are big music fans. So we like the idea of talking about uh, groups that we like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for, for a listener, I'm always having this in mind of like somebody that knows Beach House Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, like I would like this. I would like to listen to a podcast with people talking about Beach House. And, and people who are fans yeah. and love it and are just like all in. Yeah. And then there's also this thing of like maybe we're introducing you to Beach House. So maybe you don't know yeah. what Dream Pop is. Maybe you love Dream Pop and you don't know it. Yeah. And then we're also just trying to have a casual conversation. Yeah. So we're trying to balance all those things. We don't know if we're pulling it off, but that's what we're trying to do. And just we're inviting so you, know, you all in. What are they doing? <laughs> what the <laughs> heck are doing. these folks up to? <laughs> We're Do you just two friends set the chatting. stage with anything else? Like, um, well, Beach House how, is how one of your best. How to approach this episode? Well, the reason we're doing Beach House is because they're one of Scott's favorite bands. Are mm-hmm. they your favorite band? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't like stand by this. It's just something that sits in my heart. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Is for me. I always either want to listen to Kendrick. Kanye or Beach House. I don't know why it's those three. They but just are always there. I, if I'm choosing anything else, it's a very intentional decision. Like hmm. if I get in my car and I'm like, music, Kanye? Hmm. Usually yes. <laughs> uh, okay, maybe not. Maybe it's Kendrick. 
And if not, Beach House. Beach House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I that's think it. Those are, when that's I first trifecta. met you, you talked about Beach House. You have like Beach House merch. Mm-hmm. You've seen Beach House. Mm-hmm. Beach House mm-hmm. fan here. And I've been deep diving them. Yeah. So here Which we are. It's been an interesting experience for you. It has been. So when we come back, we're going to share about Scott's journey, a bit about my journey. Our journeys. Our we'll, Beach House journeys. We'll later deep dive some Beach House. And then y'all... Tonight, we got a ruination. We have a ruination, too. Two poems. A two-time ruination. So we're pretty pumped about that. And then we have tried to come up with our top songs of Beach House. So yeah. at the end of the night, we'll close by sharing our top songs. I guess I'm going to say one more thing about Beach House. Uh, keep listening because because <laughs> <laughs> I... I uh, I, I've tried so hard over the years to get people into Beach House. And some, some, of, this me, some of this makes me think of like we're talking about 21 pilots. It is, it is true. Mm-hmm. It is true on this podcast. First of all, we've done two episodes on 21 pilots and it is true that people that we know have become fans of 21 pilots it's because true. of our podcast episode, yeah. friends of mine, mm-hmm. um, because of things you said. And yeah. so like, I like the idea that maybe somebody's going to start getting into beach house. Cause this, it's a beach house is really good. Mm-hmm. I've been pretty, pumped about my journey with them. Yes. Which I'm pretty excited to share about. And I just think, I do think most people would like Beach House. They're not like 21 Pilots where it's hard to take in. 21 Pilots isn't hard to take in. Some people really don't like that he screams. Oh yeah, but he... uh, That throws them off and he's... He doesn't scream a lot, but I I, I, I don't need to argue about that. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) That's our intro. Um... So get ready for some conversations about Beach House. Adequately excited. (laughs) You don't need to be too excited. Adequately enough just to give it another five minutes. Exactly. And maybe you'll like that and give it another five (laughs) minutes. (laughs) Okay, when we come back, we're going to talk about our journey. back everybody and we 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 have better moods in here right now um, better mood lighting for yeah, better mood lighting for beach house for beach house yeah we actually have a picture of ourselves uh recreating the devotion cover oh that's one of beach house's cover yeah. it was when we first started our album covers project yeah we want to we want to recreate album covers but we've only done two so far so, so we kind of gave more up to come it. more to come <laughs> okay um, so i this think is, yeah I think we should start with your my journey. When you well, when did you? I, first I told hear you them? this. I've told you this, but I'll say it over the podcast. Okay. Um, I don't remember. Uh, Macy doesn't remember, so <laughs> you're going to remember right when I start telling you. But well, maybe you won't. Who knows? Okay, <laughs> you were sleeping when I told you. Who knows? Um, <laughs> or are you thinking about something else? You thinking about Twenty One Pilots? <laughs> Uh, so I think this would just be a fun story for anybody that's had an experience with a band where they remember the moment and this -hmm. doesn't happen very often. Mm -hmm. So I imagine we all have a band that means something to us and maybe we eased into it. Maybe like for me, a great example of easing in my whole life is you two. Like you two is always around me Mm -hmm. and I just never really was into it. It's just around me. I was like, Oh yeah, there's a U2 song. There's a U2 song. And then 
well, when I was probably like 26, I got it all of a sudden. I just hmm. got it. And I was like, oh, you too. <laughs> okay. And we went to some concerts. And I'm still not like this raging U2 fan, but I, that's more of an easing in. Mm-hmm. Then I think there's bands where you just hear the song mm-hmm. and just it away. just changes your life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. love at first sight or something, mm-hmm. whatever that that's, is. I think that's a good analogy yeah. for what you're trying to describe. Yeah. So we are living in a house here on Queen Anne. We don't live here anymore. We were actually renting this house. And it was like a perfect, which does not happen often here in Seattle. You have told me this. I do remember. I'm proud of myself. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) If you're listening anywhere else in the country, uh, a nice sunny day around here in Seattle is... It happens. It happens. It does happen. And there's there's weeks where it happens frequently, but it is a special thing. Mm-hmm. It's not like every night there's a beautiful sunset or every morning a beautiful sunrise. Nope. It's oftentimes there's weeks of gray. So it was a beautiful sunny evening sunset time. And like that, we had this we had this living room where the light just like poured in, like streamed in, hmm. burst in. Like you could see the sun rays. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was just one of those days, I think my kids were about probably like, I'd, I'd guess like eight and six, maybe. That would hmm. be my guess. Eight this and six. Teen Dream. So This is Teen Dream. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and so we're all, we have this vibe in the house. The vibe's already good. Mm-hmm. And um, dinner's being made. People are happy. It's all just a nice All of vibe. a sudden. Also not a normal thing. Everything was kind of clicking into place. Like the weather, the vibes in the house, the family, the food's getting cooked. And I just thought, okay, I do know of this group called Beach House. I mm-hmm. had heard their music before kind of in the background. I was like, there's this new album out, and let's play the first song. It's, it's Zebra, the first song. The first song and I, you know, Zebra. played it through the house. You know, there are electronic speakers, you know, mm-hmm. that are around the house. And so it just filled the whole house. And oh. it was just like this really pretty guitar part. I'll probably put it here in the in the podcast. You should. And it was a moment to another thing, another thing to add to this moment is sometimes you have a moment where it's just you. And mm-hmm. I'd say that's 95% of the time in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm going like, oh my gosh, look, everybody, do you see what's happening? Look at this song. Are look you at the song. This? And everybody's like, oh, dad's having a moment. He's like, okay, <laughs> can you turn it down? You know, I'm like, or just with friends, like, yeah. listen to this yeah. song. You get, and everybody's like, anyways, back to our conversation. So this was one of those moments where like, I, I looked up and I was like, uh, I think this is a special moment. <laughs> and I, I kind of made eye contact with Marissa and I could tell she was like, oh, it's a special moment. She's like, what is this? I was like, it's Beach House. And she's like, oh my gosh, this is good. And our kids were like, this is good. And we were just like all there in the moment. <laughs> and wow. it was just a special moment. I'll remember it forever. It was like elated, it's happy, you. happy, happy, happy. You have like, to put the song in because it's a yeah. good song. It makes so much sense.
like with most most beach house songs, it builds and builds, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so that one really gets big. Mm-hmm. And so it starts it, out so. Calm. It starts good, and everything just gets better. Mm-hmm. It's hard to even say how could it get better because it starts kind of perfect. It does. And then it starts out more so perfect, simple. More perfect. More perfect. Oh, <laughs> what a good song! Yeah. So that was that was. That was that, and then I remember thinking, okay, we then at that point we we weren't like let's have a listening party, let's quietly sit and listen to Beach House. <laughs> we we had dinner, and we, the rest of the song probably came on in the background. And at that yeah. point, I thought, okay, I I like this group, and yeah, I, I did start listening to Teen Dream, but I think probably no later than a week later. Hmm. And this is a this is like adds to the double memory. But then the thing is with Beach House for me, it just keeps happening. You know, it's such nostalgic music. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, I've been listening. I listened to Teen Dream over dinner in the background with my kids. And mm-hmm. I remember going on a ski retreat with our high school kids. Oh. And I remember thinking, and again, now I really kind of lament the way we listen to music mm. communally. Because now because mm-hmm. we can access any song, people are always cutting off the song early and be like, now I have a song. Oh, no, I have a song. Well, can we turn on this song? Any song is accessible. Whereas in the past, you'd be like, well, Melissa has CD. her playlist. Mm-hmm. Even Even with the old school iPod, it was like, we have this playlist that I've curated we don't have anything else. We have this, mm-hmm. you know, you couldn't get anything on the internet. I'm not saying like it's just an old angry person, but, um, I just remember no thinking streaming. I have beach house. I, I kind of like this group. Let's listen to teen dream. Mm-hmm. And it was like probably an hour and a half drive. And I remember even oh. in that moment, I was like, it wasn't a fluke. Like every mm-hmm. song that came on. Wow. I was like, this is good. And even the kids, it was like this big moment. This is good. Who is this again? Beach house. Whoa. I'm like, yeah, isn't this good? <laughs> Cause they're all just like, <laughs> yeah. are you feeling what I'm feeling? Yeah, it was really big. And that's happened fairly consistently. You know, um, if I have, if the setting is right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if I have people's attention, oftentimes it's in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that they're the kind of music that it best listened to in like, a loud surrounding sound Mm -hmm. and a car can kind of do that. Mm -hmm. Also they're, I don't know, really they evoke a huge sense of nostalgia. So if there's any kind of like gathering happening, I feel like their songs and music has a way of like, I don't know, helping you to remember that or like capture it. Yeah. A mood. Yeah. It just like brings you to this place and where we don't know. We don't know. We don't, some uh, paradise. Uh, so yeah, some, <laughs> some paradise. Yeah, you know, like for 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 everybody, I don't think it brings you back to like a specific time in America. Like, oh, it helped, It makes no. me think of the fifties or something. It's just it just feels nostalgic. I uh, yeah, I don't know don't how know to why. describe it besides yeah. just like a sense of like meaning in the air. Yeah, and yeah, like heaviness. remembrance. Yeah, oh, yeah, weightiness. <laughs> I was trying to describe it. Yeah, what? <laughs> we're just, it's so funny. We're just now, we're yeah. both, like, we're both getting lost. It's in so it. hard. Yeah. Cause there's big moods, big, big feels, moods. big, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Even, big builds. Yeah. yeah, I could get lost in the description. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, this is a quick side note is, uh, Deer Hunters coming out with a new album. And I was reading about it last night on some sort of website. I don't know if anybody's interested in this, but Bradford Cox is the lead singer of Deer Hunter, and they're kind of in the same category. Like mm-hmm. if you put a if you'd put a Beach House Pandora on, Deer Hunter would come up. Mm-hmm. And Bradford Cox, they've always said they have a nostalgic sound. Mm-hmm. And I haven't listened to this new album yet, but he said I'm I'm I don't think nostalgia is good for anybody right now. Like we need something more urgent and sort of angry. Oh, so we're not doing 
nostalgia anymore. Hmm. Um, which I was like, oh, we'll see what the new album sounds like. It'll be kind of funny and ironic if it does sound nostalgic, but yeah. maybe they can't help it. But maybe it's going to sound punky and angsty or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. It would be interesting if all of a sudden Beach House went punky and angsty. They yeah. can be like sad and like angsty in <laughs> yeah, a sense. They can. I mean, they can be angsty, but it's the Beach House It's way. a Beach House angst. Yeah. Angst. There's like a, a chillness to it. Everything's slow. Everything's yeah. easy. There's no rush. Yes. Their, their songs are not rushed. Is like, um, you know, punk or or even, even if, even in people in their genre with their lyrics even could convey like somebody like, bashing the windows, throwing something through the wall, like angry. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I've got energy. I'm running, you know, I'm whatever it is, you know, <laughs> fighting, raging against the machine, you know, but like beach house is like the angsty kind of like hands in the pocket going on a walk. Yeah. Angry. Just Even if like, you're angry, but just like a, a low key stewing anger. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Moody. <laughs> When it's not happy, but like a if slow, I could see like how that ruminating, would be a, a slow <laughs> ruminating. Yeah. Okay. So from see, there, now that's, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. If I was a beach house fan listening to this, there'd be something nice to, to have people say, yeah, they're, they're kind of naming it. Yeah. Even though I, obviously we're not doing it the greatest job, but I feel like it really comes out in depression cherry and thank your lucky stars. Like those are more moody albums. I feel yeah, like they are. They and are. there's certain songs that are just like, Moody in like a, a darker sense. Mm-hmm. But then there's other songs that are so airy and light. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they... They, they have I a guess cloudy sense to them. A cloudy sense. Gosh. <laughs> what what color comes to your mind? It depends on the song completely. Yeah, yeah But yeah. I think there's some songs that are like light, fluffy clouds and other songs that like feel like a dense, darker cloud. But there's always that, I don't know, a something in the air. Yes, <laughs> in the air. I, I totally know what you're talking about. But like Days of Candy, I think of pink fluffy clouds. Oh, I 100% think yeah. of pink fluffy clouds. And like blue, that's like the cotton candy sky in my yeah. mind. Wow. That song's the best. Uh, okay, do you have a journey story or like a moment or like, what's it been journey? like deep diving maybe? Well, when we first became like, started to know each other, this was one of the like, the few like facts I knew about you mm-hmm. in a sense. I was like, Oh, I'm getting to know Scott. Like he likes beach house. And I think I listened a few times. You're like, okay, that's like, like old man music. <laughs> <laughs> Dad I, mean, music. I don't think I had any qualms, but I wasn't like, okay, now I'm going to really listen to beach house. And I didn't have like a moment. Um, and then I listened to seven when it came out. Yeah. And I think that was like my biggest introduction. Also, I've watched a lot of videos you've made with Beach House. So yeah. that was oh, a big right, introduction. Right. Yeah, you were so, so nice to watch those. There's some songs that are like, I can even think of when you use one for a video that I like Shasta video. And I think of that yeah. and that is a nostalgic song. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I slowly kind of Well, this last year them. I used a Beach House song too. Uh, PPP. Oh, from, from yeah, 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 yeah. Chair, yeah. And... Okay, but then Seven came out, which came out in 2018, mm-hmm. and I listened quite a bit, like, for that first week, and it was listening to, I can't pronounce it. It's a French word. I it's can't a pronounce French it. Let's word. Let's not pretend. But it's uh, a it's song number in four. canoe, yeah. yeah, and it means, like, the feminine, like, the mysterious feminine, mm. but it's, like, such a I good song. the researcher. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> And listening, when I like really listened to that song, I was like, oh, I'm really in on this. And I was really in on like 
Victoria. Yes. Her voice is like very other. That's I think that's what sets her apart from these other dream pop groups. It's like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's not just dream pop. It's, it's like Victoria Legrand's voice. Yeah. Which is in itself its own like mystery voice. It's a mystery voice. Oh, I forgot to say this. Another thing that Beach House sounds is very cathedral. I feel sometimes like very like beachy and then sometimes so like, yeah. You're in this, it evokes the sense of like, like stained glass. Like yes. I'm in this like big, large room. Yes. And it's like, I don't know. Yeah. So, but even then you're saying some beachy things. Cause you could think of like yeah. beach glass mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you can think of a cave cathedral <sighs> echoey. Yeah. Ooh. They really evoke <laughs> so much imagery. Yeah, it's really so do. crazy. Yeah. Cause their words are so vague, but so this past two weeks, I've been like deep diving and like really listening, and it's been so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like them. Oh, that's great! I find myself liking them a lot more, <laughs> and everyone in our house has multi- like multiple times been like, "I need to listen to more Beach Pop or not Beach Pop." Beach Pop. <laughs> well, let's start. Let's oh, start no. a new group called Beach Pop. <laughs> Beach House. Um, mm. Yeah. No, I. They're in my top bands, I feel like, now. That makes like, me so I happy. I know I will keep listening. Yeah, because I know you would give a band that I liked your best effort, and you would come to a podcast episode like this being like, I I really listened this week. I like them. <laughs> you know, but you, you it's, yeah. it, I think you genuinely like got into Beach House. Right. I feel like it makes sense that I would. They're very up my alley. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a good mix in the kind of music I listen to. Cause sometimes I listen to music that's really dense. Yeah. Um, Joanna's my favorite and I like like big, like long winded things and they're really different. Mm-hmm. They're really dense in like their buildups and the way that they like the build sound around them, but it's unique. So it's like a good addition to my music. To your shuffling. repertoire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, that's good. I mean, uh, this this last week, do you feel like you had any? I mean, later we're going to talk about favorite songs. Yeah, yeah, like moments. W- yeah, what's your sense of maybe a potential favorite album? Depression Cherry. Oh, really? Mm-hmm, hundred percent. Well, this isn't this isn't um, gonna. We weren't going to do a segment on this, so it might as well just talk about it for a second. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. Really? Yes. Yeah, I isn't think it's the best album. Wow. I don't think I don't think critically it's known as their best. I know I was just, looking at that and I was surprised because yeah. it has some of my favorite songs and it has it has the best first and last hmm. song in my opinion. Hmm. Oh yes, I agree with that too. And it like really ties it up really well. Hmm. I um, agree. Look <laughs> <laughs> like at this. Yeah. <laughs> it's don't crazy. agree with you about Fearless. <laughs> it's crazy to me that they came out with like Thank Your Lucky Stars right after. When you told me that, I was shocked and like. I was reading all this stuff. So if you don't know this, they came out with Depression Cherry and then six weeks later. Something like that. Came Very out soon with after. Thank Your Lucky Stars, which is a similar vibe, but maybe a more moodier vibe. It sounds like their earlier albums. Yeah. And yeah. I have a few little bits of trivia information for this. Oh, interesting. Well, okay. So, um... <laughs> If anybody cares, people care. But I was, I was, Maybe. I was very hyped up when this album was about to be released, mm-hmm. and so uh, I Alex, can't imagine experiencing. Now I'm excited for like the hype, yeah, of yeah, new Beach House hype. albums. Well, yeah, okay. So <laughs> I mean, it, w- 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 they're so mysterious. Yeah. W- when will they? If w- are they going to make another album? I'm sure they will. Yeah. So, um, Alex Scaley, he's the guitarist. Mm-hmm. He was he was talking about how 
their new album was going to sound like their first two albums. Mm -hmm. This was before Depression Cherry came out, Mm -hmm. which when you listen to those albums, they're a lot more low key, a lot more stripped down. They're not as highly produced. Teen Dream was the first album they did with Sub Pop. Mm. So I think they had more production, more people in the engineer room helping their sound and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the first two albums feel very homemade They do. There's yeah. definitely a, a different vibe mm-hmm. in a sense. Which Teen I still Dream love. Is, I still love listening to those first albums. Very like crisp. Crisp is a great word. <laughs> I'm agreeing with many of your words. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is what I think happened. I think they were making songs. Mm-hmm. And I th- th- this is a funny uh, description I heard Victoria talk about with Depression Cherry. Mm-hmm. Um and I can't find it because you cannot freaking search Beach House stuff. <laughs> it's just buried underneath real estate ads and everything. <laughs> I wish you all could see the distress yeah. in Scott's face. <laughs> but she said that they had become interested in in being a band that would be sought after and perhaps known for movie scoring. Oh, gosh. Like Daft Which Punk makes so much asked. sense for them. Yeah. Daft Punk got acted, asked to do Tron, hmm. and I think they're sort of in that ballpark. Like, um, I think they would have wanted to be asked, and maybe they were, to help do something for Blade Runner. That seems like a very mm-hmm. beach housey mm-hmm. vibe. Um, so they, I think they were getting like any the, of the Twilight movies. Yes, yes. I, uh, well, She's they featured might, on New Moon. Yes, Victoria is. So, so I think they were they were wanting to make an album that conveyed like, look what we could do. Yeah, we're, we we could be. We have with it in Depression us. Cherry. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I think that's why it got heavy with the synths and hmm. a different, a little bit of a different vibe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I think those songs on Thank Your Lucky Stars were the songs they cut to make Depression Cherry sound more cohesive and tight. To your point, you oh, said it has a beginning and end. And I think yeah. they wanted, and then she said this funny thing. She said, it's like we're lifting up our shirts to movie producers <laughs> and oh saying, look gosh, over here. Oh my gosh, so interesting. Isn't that a good image? <laughs> I, their music makes me think I'm like, should be in a video. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden life seems different. And like, I could picture it in yeah. any movie. Yeah. In, I mean, we we're going to have to do a second segment. Twin we have, Peaks. Oh, I know. I know. They're such Twin Peaks vibes. Why yeah. aren't they in Twin Peaks? I know. It's I know. crazy. I'm very upset about it. Do we need to do a second I think we'll uh, do a second we segment, back. but I just want to say, uh, oh, oh, we were just talking about Depression Cherry and Thank Your Lucky Stars. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I think they had this other, they had these other great songs and they're like, it didn't make the album, but they're worth putting out there. They're yeah, not like, here you go. they're not like, um, bad songs. Um, but, but I do think <laughs> everybody cares about this. I mean, if I guess if like you care about a band and you care about this sort of thing. But mm-hmm. um, I, I do think when, when, when Alex Scaly said this new album is going to sound like our old stuff, mm-hmm. Beach House doesn't, this Depression Cherry sounds nothing like their earlier stuff. Right. But I do think he was probably talking, talking about, about all those stars. songs on Thank You're Lucky Stars. Well, and you can see the difference in terms of their like cover art. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like different. Teen Dream, Bloom, and Depression Cherry are all very like simplistic mm-hmm. and kind of like artsy vibes as we're... Thank you, Lucky Stars and Little Devotion yeah. have like pictures. Yeah. And there's people in them. Yeah, that, which is that really adds different. Some nostalgia. Yeah, that's more of like a homemade vibe nostalgic. than some sense of like a more just like produced artwork mm-hmm. without people. Mm-hmm. Beach house. Yeah. Well, here, oh, their here aesthetics go. are so cool. Yeah, cool aesthetics. Their website, yes. their look. Yeah. I'm, 
deep yeah. in it, their it, it adds to the mystery. Their whole thing is so mysterious. Their look, but then they are they're not out there interviewing. They they've done like very few interviews. Mm-hmm. They don't like show up on social media. I don't think either of them have Instagram. There's something they're private. Cool about that. I know. I like I know. <laughs> and you think about this idea of like they are such a consistent like if you look up one of their videos, it's got millions of views. Yeah, and it's like yeah. they they are consistently successful, consistently like that's the thing is listen to yeah the albums get better yeah or I don't it's not even like better but it's like the same kind of thing but it's a little different and it's just as good and I'm mm-hmm. just as here for it mm-hmm. just as here for <laughs> it. yeah I think um uh what I was just gonna say is like there's part of me that thinks in this modern era it seems like people have adopted methods that feel like Kanye on the furthest extreme you have Takashi six, nine, who's like the ultimate troll. Mm-hmm. And then he's doing well musically, but is it because of his music or is it because he's just gotten so much attention from trolling? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like beach house shows. Like if you just make good music, you don't have to be out there on social media all the mm-hmm. time, posting everywhere you go to get attention. You, you just, just put it out there and your music will yeah. speak for itself. It's refreshing. I mean, that's a, that's the interesting thing about having like this love for hip hop and then beach house feels just so separate and sweet and, away from that. It's like a break. No, it's so interesting that you're like hardcore rap. And then this just like opposite genre (laughs) rap music is like what, what for me personally, what people say like hardcore is to them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like a release. Mm -hmm. Like I, I listen to rap and I'm like, this gets there. This gets out the anger and the frustration and the, the, the contemplation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I get pumped. Yeah. You know, that's what people say when they listen to like hardcore or screamo or something. Or I'm punk like, or, or punk, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And that's not typically my it's a release. Cup of tea. Yeah. But then you need something peaceful to listen to sometimes. You gotta put on that beach house. Gotta get <laughs> yeah. those chill vibes. <laughs> okay, so this is what we'll do a little more deep diving when we come back. Yeah. Macy and I had this uh well I have this um review that I think is so perfectly said. Like Virgin Brush and Cherry. Yeah, we're struggling to find the words, and I think this so perfectly says the words, mm-hmm. and it'd be interesting just to use it as a bit of a springboard. And then I also have I think a few little clips to show you that aren't beach house. It's like oh. things that in my mind hint and and get at the nostalgia hmm. for hmm. me. And so you'll see like maybe and I'll probably put the sound in the episode so you can okay. see like how, how I think this gets at our nostalgia strings. Pulls at our nostalgia strings. Uh, when we come back. Wow. Okay. There it is. Okay, we're back and this is we're just gonna continue to deep dive a little bit or pick apart. Maybe this isn't a deep Ooh. dive. Uh try to get at what is it that's so nostalgic about Beach House? 
And yeah, again, how can just a few chords yeah. all of a sudden take you somewhere? Yeah, and and uh, so here's here's what I'll say for me. These are some things that I've uh, hypothesized. That's mm. that because because this is the thing. You hear some music these days, and it sounds like it sounds like okay. No music is original. It's just making noise, but it does sound like this is a new genre or a new thing that we're listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, and Beach House is this rare thing where it does sound new. Dream Pop seems like a somewhat relatively new format, new mm-hmm. sound, but it also sounds old mm-hmm. in a in uh, in a way that also it, it's a way that it they're takes very timeless. Timeless, yes. Yeah. You're you're coming up with the right words tonight. <laughs> Cathedral. What was the other word you said earlier? Timeless. You said another remember. one. We'll we'll look back and listen and be like that was the word. <laughs> um, you said something. It wasn't space, but Airy? okay. Maybe airy. <laughs> this is a this is gonna be a rogue one, and I'll put a sound clip. But I'm gonna I'm gonna play it for Macy and then get her reaction. Yeah. Okay. Um. So this is really rogue. But for me, this is this is where Victoria Legrand comes in and the her queen voice of Beach House. Yeah. So th- I had a mild crush, a mild crush, big crush on Victoria Legrand. Uh, crush on <laughs> this slow unveiling. Annette Funicello. <laughs> When I was younger, wow. she was part of the original Mickey Mouse Club, which I did not watch. But we did watch a movie often called Babes in Toyland. Hmm. And hmm. she plays the mom. Hmm. And she sings this song and she sings a few others. But this is the one that's in the back of my mind. Now, when you watch, I'm going to show Macy the video here. I'll put some of the sound or some of the song in the episode. It's a, it's, it's a psychedelic type song. Oh, interesting. But that was interesting. here's what I want to say about Beach House. Sort of a sing-songy, nursery rhymey vibe sometimes mm-hmm. that gets made to sound cool mm-hmm. and valid, like mm-hmm. duh, like a, what's that one? Dun 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 dun. Oh, dun, I know exactly. Dun, dun. We were used listening to, be, to it. Yeah, used to, used to be. Yeah, so that's it's kind of the sing-songy thing, mm-hmm. and and so it makes you feel maybe even slightly childlike, but in a cool way. Their music evokes a sense of. Youngness, youngness and oldness. It's yeah. the timelessness. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like we're Joey doing like the time a wine tasting right now. <laughs> what, what do I taste here? Some timelessness, a little bit of uh, mm, child wonder. Mm. Is there some child wonder there? I think. <laughs> <laughs> what color cloud do you taste? <laughs> pink cloud? Is that a pink cloud? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so I'll play this really quick. I'll probably want to play the whole thing. of milk and eggs and bread is rising every day. Now with our bank book in the red, these bills are hard to pay. If we stopped buying chocolate cake and lived on green string beans, exactly how much would it take to live within our means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, just showed Macy this 
clip of Babes in Toyland and Annette Funicello singing the song "I Can't Do the Sum." I'll, I'll so I, pro- I probably you probably heard a little bit of a clip, and this is what I was trying to say: is it doesn't sound like Beach House in the sense that like her voice doesn't mm-hmm. sound like Victoria Legrand, but there's something about her, and for me personally, that that I think that's where some of the nostalgia comes from, and mm-hmm. it's like we can picture. Victoria the Grand or like a beach house doing a rendition of this in their way. In their way. And it would be very yeah, cool. Yeah. 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 They really could. I mean, it just sounds ready. For, I mean, obviously they're never <laughs> going to do it, but you never know. Um, then here's another little clip. This is surfer girl from the beach boys. Now an- another beach boys was one of those ones that was like you two in mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you went growing up, beach, beach house boys. was uni- beach house. Beach boys was universal. <laughs> Especially in the summer, it's like if there's a barbecue or something, and I probably didn't even really know. I was like, "Oh yeah, Beach Boys," you know, Uh, but that that instantly gets nostalgia going. Mm -hmm. So like, I'll I'll pull this on. I mean, um, but this is one that one of the ones that instantly comes to mind. This is um, uh, "Surfer Girl" by the Beach Boys. Yeah, yeah, and just it starts. If we had um, music, like if we were like music historians or something, or like mm-hmm. even even real musicians, we can I can kind of play the guitar and the piano. But like mm-hmm. if we were real musicians, we'd probably have some really great technical terms for what they're doing with their instruments and voices that like evokes nostalgia. Yeah. There's probably certain like or just to I'm do. just talking about like the time signatures being used and oh. like you know the, the the way people are plucking their instruments there's probably words for these things i don't really quite there know there are words I'm yeah, sure, yeah yeah <laughs> but there there's something about the tempo there's something mm-hmm. about the i mean i've heard this phrase used and I, I, people that really know music will know what i'm talking about because there was a specific guy that helped the beach boys do this eventually with one of their albums called the wall of sound mm-hmm. and that's a very famous phrase where it was like essentially in my understanding of it is using uh, a bunch of instruments in a way that created sort of uh, well a wall of sound like you c- you can't really tell where it all w- the different parts and the different mixtures mm. it's all melding together in a way that creates this oh. essence or this vibe mm, you know mm-hmm. um, and they worked hard to do it wow how interesting you can't hear like where's the oh yeah there's the drum there's the guitar there's the bass there's but the band but all together they create Ooh, this one yeah thing. like this this thing you know wow that is really interesting um, so yeah. Beach Boys, and then obviously and then you already said it. The what? other thing for me is this '80s Twin Peaks vibe. Now, like oh, gosh, I wasn't really yes. watching Twin Peaks, but it was one of those things that would come on, mm-hmm. you know. Because again, like we we've, we've mentioned this in the podcast, uh, when I was growing up, I didn't have freaking YouTube, and <laughs> uh, I couldn't I couldn't DVR something. Like things came on, and you clicked around on the TV. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so like it was one of those things where I I can distinctly remember clicking and probably finding. Twin Peaks and, and seeing like Julie Cruz singing at the Roadhouse. Oh gosh. And that is that just is like Beach House. Beach House could be yeah. in any of those scenes. Mm-hmm. When I first, I because I just started, well, like a month ago started Twin Peaks and then two weeks ago started doing Beach House and the 
at first I was shocked at how they like Beach how house similar the kinds of vibes were. Yes. There's a certain place in Beach House or in gosh, the words are hard tonight. <laughs> Beach Boys, Beach in House, Twin, Twin Peaks, Peaks, where there's always these live performances and the vibes there are always yes. so Roadhouse. mysterious. You don't know what's gonna happen. Time doesn't seem to exist there in yes. a sense. It's always strange and kind of eerie, but also beautiful and slowed down. Yes. And well said. The people who are performing. <laughs> I don't, don't want to get so excited about this, but you're saying it so well. <laughs> and it seems like that's the exact kind of mood that Beach House is creating with their music. Yes. Yeah. Well said. So I'm just going to look. I'm trying to find exactly because there's Laura Palmer's theme. There's Twin Peaks theme. But there's this song by Julie Cruz. It's I think it's called What's Into the, the Night. Song? It's called Falling. I thought it was something else. Hmm. Cause she sings on this too. Oh yeah. This is beach house. This is beach house. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll put, I'll, I want to just kind of host a little bit. I will just say again, like will I'll you put, put that in there. I'll put this in you there. Should. Like the, the song, the theme from the theme from twin peaks is called falling. That's the song that plays at the beginning, but then Julie Cruz who I don't think there would be a Victoria Legrand if there was no Julie Cruz. And I think Victoria Legrand would admit it. Wow. She has to be inspired by Julie Cruz. Sings this Twin Peaks song, and it's called Falling. I'll put a little bit in there, and you'll see. Like, this is a beach house vibe. this thing that's a total and we're back tangent. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and we're back <laughs> hope you enjoyed that little clip of falling uh, uh victoria legrand has the coolest aesthetic and mm-hmm. it's such a stevie, just as a human oh it's that, such a stevie you Nicks know what vibe. i think this review might mention that but we'll see oh, yeah it might because i was reading that in a review and i've kind of thought that in the sense when i was a kid i've mentioned this on the podcast but like steamy dicks represented a lot to me as this like mysterious cool mm. person with this long hair and she would wear long draping black stuff and was yes. just so cool yes and victoria has the coolest bangs i yes. think yes it's like making me really want to grow my bangs wow. out so i Macy can cover my bangs. eyes wow crazy but covering your eyes is a mysterious look it's a mysterious look and I have found myself multiple times this week just searching up their cool pictures yes because they have their it's hard to describe how much their aesthetic 
even their website, the fonts they choose, it all comes together with their music. It's so consistent. Do you think she's a four or five? What else could she be? I don't know. She couldn't be anything else, I don't think. Those, Those artistic types... Yeah. I just don't think. I don't know. She's not hyped up. I guess she can't be a seven. You're probably a four wing five, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting. I would not be surprised. <laughs> Victoria. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's another one. Maybe maybe I can put a, a bit of a Stevie Nicks something in here. It, oh, is there any of their sounds or songs? or You're more just talking about her overall vibe. I'm kind of talking about their performance vibe in a yeah. sense. Yeah, I see it. I see um, it. But I don't know. There's probably some songs I could think about yeah. it. Dreams, okay. maybe. Dreams. Um. Okay. I'm gonna read this review. Oh and yes, I, the I think review. I'm gonna s- kind of stop at, at parts and see what we think. Okay. And maybe not. We'll see. We'll, we'll see the vibe. If if we're feeling like stopping and talking, we'll do that. But other other than that, I just think this is a a uh, review that puts into words the types of things we've been saying. Although. The crazy thing is, is I feel like we've been doing a fairly decent job putting we're this into words. We're doing our best. I, I kind of we're was thinking fans. we're going to have a hard time putting this into words. We need some help. Mm-hmm. So I think we've been doing a decent job, but this will just sum up this little segment and then we're going to get a ruination. So yeah. this is this final little part here, but <laughs> I guess it seems pretentious to <laughs> look at pitchfork. I don't know. No, I don't think that's that right. has that reputation. I, I'll it say does. that sometimes I'll say, Oh, I was reading in pitchfork. People are like, Oh, pitchfork reading in pitchfork. I'm like, I, I don't know. It's, I, I don't know. I like reading it. I'm not trying to be pretentious. I know there's something like lofty about the way it is. It, yeah. yeah. I don't know. But they I are- guess if you want, I guess I'll say it this way. If what you mean by lofty, not you Macy, but people, were pretentious is that they take it very seriously. They take it very seriously. And they write it really interesting and well-written, you know, uh, review. Then I guess that's what I like. It's true because I think I myself have been turned off to look at Pitchfork just because of that reputation. But I find myself going back to it because it is like, well, these really nicely thoughtful written things yes. about artists that I love. Yes. I do care about what yes. they say. Well said. And so I, I used to read Rolling Stone and then I read Entertainment Weekly. Then I read Spin Magazine. And then there's a, some other ones like Paste Magazine. And there's a few other like music magazines. Try and think back in the day. Like, you don't, they, a lot of them have publication. Like, Spin doesn't even do a magazine anymore. Hmm. Pitchfork has never done a magazine. But, you know, Entertainment Weekly would have like the reviews for the week. And they would have like, two paragraphs on the new Justin Timberlake album. I'm like, Oh, and they give it an A and there's the review. Hmm. I didn't realize out there that there was a, a, a website and a group of people that would write like long, long, long review. That's what I want. Like if you go and look at like a Rolling Stone review for beach house, it's going to be like a paragraph or mm-hmm. two tops. This is like eight paragraphs. It, it's the person who's writing it has like lived with the album and yeah. loves the album. I want to process these albums with people. That's why I like to watch YouTubers listen to an album mm-hmm. with me. You know, but I even thought about that. Like, could we do live listening? And at the same time, I've thought like, I couldn't because the first listen is so sacred. I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to be filmed. Mm-hmm. I'd be way too self-conscious and I'd be like, this is ruining it. Like, yeah. Oh, for sure. But so thank you to the live listeners out there who let us listen along with them. True. Sharing the sacred moment. I'm watching. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the depression cherry review. Okay. This is go. from 2015. I was I was the most anticipated for this. Like hmm. Bloom That's came cool. out Bloom came out when I still wasn't really paying attention yet. I was like, I like Beach House and I'm like, wait, there's a new album? Oh my gosh. And I started listening. This one I was like, I am ready for this yeah. album. Okay. So this is what I think this is why I'm choosing to read this one. 
is because I think they acknowledge this, the journey of beach house and mm-hmm. the consistency mm-hmm. and how they got here. So that's pretty cool. He says, if you view Who is this, well, it's pitchfork. Um, the guy is Jason green. Thank you. Thank you, Jason green for this nice review. <laughs> If you view a band as a long-term artistic project, then Beach House have always been perfect. Victoria Legrand and Alex Scaley have done everything right. They found the ideal balance of dim, lush tones. Lush tones. I love that. Yes. Isn't that a good description? It is. Their sound progresses at a graceful, even clip. Mm -hmm. They leave just the right amount of time between albums. Even their name is perfect. Beach houses are rickety, inviting spaces by nature of their existence and live outside of time. If a beach house were to change noticeably, if that paperback you left there last May isn't still upside down and open to the same page gathering dust on the same shelf you left it, you'd be upset. Wow. (laughs) You'd be upset. (laughs) Part of the joy of yielding to their luxuriant music then comes from sensing the comfort of these solid borders that are framing Mm. it. Their music explores the sadness of pleasure the pleasure wow. of sadness. Yes. <laughs> That's a fourth thing. I love that. <laughs> and with each record, they deepen their inquiry just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Their newest depression cherry might have the silliest or at least the most inexplicable title in their catalog. Compare it with the silly is a funny word. Yeah. That isn't that a use. funny word? Silliest depression cherry. Compare it to the clarity of teen dream bloom or devotion. But in every other sense, it's another impeccably measured step forward. Their albums might be an ideal soundtrack for daydreaming, but mm-hmm. Scaly and Legrand seem remarkably clear-headed about their work. The most noticeable changes they make here are adjustments to lighting and angles. They stripped back the booming drums of Bloom and boosted the synth and guitars, giving a new physicality to ethereal sounds. Yes. Ethereal. This is, this is the, what it evokes, mm-hmm. Depression mm-hmm. Cherry. On Sparks, Scaly's vintage organ keyboard patch. See, they use a, 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 some, some musician Hmm. terms. Patch. Oh, here we go. You know, patch. I don't know how to say this, but I know what they're talking about. Uh, keyboard patch is dissonant, mixed right up front and little uncomfortable like a crick hmm. in the song's neck. Hmm. The slide guitars have a brittle edge suggesting the involvement of actual human fingers. The backing vocals are mixed a few inches closer so they sound less like a celestial choir than an earthbound crew of worried voices whispering secrets. Ooh, isn't that a good description? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's why I love reviewers because I'm listening words. and I'm like, what am I feeling here? And then I read this and I'm like, yes, yes, yes. That's yes. It. And I'm sure if you and I took time to write something like for a week, mm-hmm. if I gave it a week to write something, I probably could write something, but I didn't. This, we have this. These minor tweaks result in a sound that retains the band's grand theatricality, hmm. but also lets you smell the grease paint a little more. Gosh. Yeah. You feel like you're in the room with them in yes, a sense. Yes. In some ways on that album. Or just in general, really. Yeah, yeah. Feel the itch of Victorian-era fabrics on your skin. Gosh. When Legrand sings, tender is the night for a broken heart, who will dry your Mm. eyes when it falls apart? Mm. On the sweeping mid-album highlight, Space Song, it registers as a, yes, it registers as exactly the sort of high-flown romantic soliloquy she's pr- always preferred. Hmm. But then a buzzing, dinky-sounding synthesizer burbles up into the track, <laughs> wandering on stage like a comic foil, like the old drum machines they prefer. Touches like these give the music an air of innocence, evoking hmm. silent films, community theater productions, puppet shows. Hmm. Legrand and Scaly have grown so adept at spinning dreams that they can turn all the lights on on the set and still dazzle us. 
Uh, trait. Oh, trance is a big part of our thing. Oh, Scaly said. Yeah, yeah, this is. I was reading this, okay. and it's so interesting. Okay. <laughs> you got so excited. <laughs> trance is a big part of our thing. That's what we're feeling a little bit when mm-hmm. we listen to Beach House. We mm-hmm. get put in a little bit of a trance. A bit of a trance. Yeah. Trance is a big part of our thing, Scaly said in their recent Pitchfork interview. We'll repeat a part for three hours while we wait for the next piece to fall into place. So interesting to that me. That sounds fun, doesn't it? Fun and takes a lot of, I don't know. I don't know if I have the brain capacity to just sit and play at the same note over and over They're until in a trance. you feel. I don't yeah. think it's the same note. I think I think it's the they, they'll find a progression or, hmm. uh, you know, they'll probably be in there with their guitar and their vocals and they find something and just keep going and going. let that inspire them. Yeah, they said they have like a studio in Baltimore, and they just go there and this putts around. They collect organs and keyboards. It says it's filled with these organs and keyboards that she's collected all over the world and brings back to their little studio. Just sounds like they they sound like two little kids just having fun. Yeah, making music, creating this. (sighs) Okay, says on Depression Cherry, you can almost hear these dawning moments as they happen with a palpable click. The bone structures of these songs are closer closer to dance tracks with builds, mm. drops, peaks, and switch-ups. Then the flourishes of traditional pop songwriting. And this frame allows Beach House to stretch out and telescope their songs without getting lost. Hmm. On PPP, Legrand alternates between a pinwheeling melody and a more open-ended spoken word performance with Scaly's uh, arpeggiated <laughs> guitar stitching, a visible silvery thread through both. Wow. Isn't that a good description? Yeah. Underpinning everything, as always, is the drone. Legrand's mm. finger almost never lets up on a chord's root or fifth note in a Beach House song. Mm. You can see her li- live doing this. She keeps one hand pressed on the keyboard at all times, grounding the song even as her vocal soars in Scaly's guitar glitters. Mm. On Depression Cherry's opening track, Levitation, a lovely saturated D chord opens slowly out of faint high F sharp drones. It's nuts. Yeah. It's a good song. Yes. And isn't it the end of Irene? I think it leads into it like... Oh, wait, what? I think it matches. It does? I think so. Whoa, that's wild. I've never thought about that. But yeah, I mean, Irene kind of... that's Irene's the last song on Bloom mm-hmm. and kind of ends on that note. It might mm-hmm. be a D is what they're saying. And then all of a sudden it reopens, you're saying, in the next album? I think it does. We're back with the D chord. I think it does. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's really cool. Okay, so F-sharp drone, which never disappears from the song's edges. The omnipresence of these drones in their songs suggests that their fantasies have a fatalistic tint. Hmm, hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the last song, they think they talk about this in the review, but mm-hmm. Days of Candy is such a mixed feeling. It's over. It's, we're leaving. Yeah. We're going. But it's pretty, and there's pink clouds. Yeah, That's it's why David very- Lynch and, and Twin Peaks is the same. It's like... We're singing a pretty song, but somebody just got murdered. Wait, yeah, what it's, it's kind of like looking into darkness, but also being like captivated and I I don't know. There's a word for it. I think I think I think we're not as in as we need to be in terms of. There's a word <laughs> the that describes that type of perspective on life. I think like uh-huh. it's and- it's it's a weird mashup of like beauty and darkness and comedy all mm-hmm, sort mm-hmm. of in the room together. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. I don't know what word you're thinking. I of. know. I don't, I don't, I know it's there. <laughs> if you listening, know the word, let us know. I, I, I don't know if there is the word. There are some words are some that I'm words. sure describe that, but I don't have it. Okay. We're almost done here. It says the drone is always there. The hum of the air conditioner. That's too loud on your vacation. Hmm. The fly that won't stop buzzing. 
That buzzing note is as legible on Bloom's Irene as it is on many of the songs here, and it's why we feel our gut tugged to earth and our skulls lifted skyward when LeGrand's voice reaches her highest notes. Woo! Wow. A description, folks. A description. (laughs) Okay, here comes the last. That's true. That's probably the the finale of this because we're just kind of coming to the end of this (laughs) little review here, but it says... One of the first lines LeGrand sings on this album from Levitation is, there's a place I want to take you. Mm-hmm. Isolated, it's an emblematic beach house lyric, a promise of transportation that yes. leaves the destination unspecified. Yes. Where? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what Macy and I have talked a little about. I was like, these vague lyrics. They kind of, yeah, it's like, we're going to lift you off into this dream world yeah. for a bit. We're, come on. That's yeah, what never, the Russian cherry feels yes. like. It's like when you... You're like you're here, and that you're you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> I sound crazy right now. What? We always sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fact, it doesn't even promise arrival. Mm-hmm. She just wants to take you there. Mm-hmm. It is this melancholia, the exquisite melancholia. That's a good one. That's a good the word. The exquisite ache of being nearly aloft. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Beach House have perfected. With every album, someone observes rightly that the band has never sounded exactly this full and soaring before. Hmm. From their muted first two records into their sub-pop debut Teen Dream and then Bloom, Beach House always seem to be just leaving the ground as we catch them. It's a trick of the light, and it speaks to the sadness that makes their music linger. Transporting Hmm. experiences, they gently remind us, are always round-trip tickets back to everyday life. Whoa. Wow, Whoa. wow, wow. Whoa. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Beach House is good, y'all. We are not kidding around about Beach House. <laughs> <laughs> we are not kidding around about Beach House. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, so that's going to be the finale of that. And wh- what's coming up next is a Ruvenation. It's coming. And he's got two poems tonight. Mm-hmm. And then we'll come in for our final landing. With coming our back down songs. to earth <laughs> with our favorite songs of Beach House. And maybe, maybe we'll leave with a song. We'll leave everybody oh, with a song. Oh, I hope we I do. We'll, okay, we'll decide then. Uh, when we come back, Ruvenation time, everybody. Hey, y'all. Macy here. Just wanting to remind you guys that No Small Thing is on all the socials. You can find us on Facebook at No Small Thing Podcast, and you can join our Facebook group, No Small Community. We also are on Instagram, and you can find us at No Small Thing. That's where we'll post memes, updates, questions, polls. We really try and engage with Instagram, so give us a follow, give us a comment. And also, don't forget to like and subscribe to No Small Thing. That way the episodes download into your feeds instantly. And share No Small Thing with your friends. Okay, thanks for listening. Back to Beach House. So as some of you might have heard, uh, today, the poet Mary Oliver passed away. Uh, She's a beloved poet by many. Uh, I've read some of her poems. uh, I've read some of her books. uh, And I do like her work. And it's sad, right? Um, It's always sad. 
But I think in a lot of her works, and I think um, some of you who, who are familiar with her works know this, that she, something that I appreciate about her is always this, a lot of her poems are about, you know, animals, nature, but not in a way that, that kind of sentimental uh, she always kind of like considers herself part of the landscape. So there's actually one poem that uh, I don't remember which one it is that ends with her seeing a fox and like being ignored by the fox. And she, I think there was a line that goes like, you know, this is beautiful because I'm not in it. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to some beach house too today. And uh, I'm not as much of a, devoted listener (laughs) but i do like them uh and the song zebra for me it's such an interesting song because it is you know i was looking the song up at like (laughs) genius.com and people were having all sorts of interpretations but they always kind of like read it as like oh it's a metaphor for like something and i was like what if it's not a metaphor what if it's 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 just a zebra it's a zebra is a delightful thing (laughs) right and maybe it's just about a a zebra and the zebra that always eludes you in a way because it always runs before us, right? But it's also arching among us somehow, right? Uh, So I'm going to be reading uh, two poems because they're short and both of them are about animals. Uh, The first one is called the bobcat and the second one is called vultures and i think these two poems kind of vultures yeah i think these two poems kind of capture nicely this kind of i'm fascinated by how people relate to animals and you know there are there's no like the single unitary concept of people right but i think we're attracted to animals because of their like otherness because of maybe their similarity. I'm also really fascinated by their unintelligibility to a certain extent. Uh, Just this kind of moment of like strangeness when you, I don't know, look at a peacock Hmm. and the peacock doesn't exist for you. I mean, you know, it's not as simple as that, but it's, it's, I think a good exercise in just kind of absenting yourself Mm. Right? right and yeah so in both of these poems there the poem is not kind of like an like a praise of like an animal like you like oh how majestic mm. no it, it it's always like this like chance encounter with an animal and then the animal is gone mm. right okay so without further ado i'll read the first poem called the bobcat one night Long ago in Ohio, a bobcat leaped like a quick, clawed whirlwind of light from the pines beside the road, and her hearts thudded and stopped. Those lightning eyes, that dappled jaw, those plush paws. In the north, we've heard the lynx wander like silk on the deep hillsides of snow, blazing 
It lounges in trees as thick as castles, as cold as iron. What should we say is the truth of the world? The miles alone in the pinched dark? Or the push of the promise? Or the wound of delight? As though in a dream we drive toward the white forest all day, all night. That's the first poem, and I'll move on straight to the second one. This is called Vultures. Vultures. Like large, dark, lazy butterflies, Mm. they sweep over the glades looking for death, to eat it, to make it vanish, to make of it the miracle, resurrection. No one knows how many they are who daily minister so to the grassy miles. No one counts how many bodies they discover and descend to, demonstrating each time the earth's appetite, the unending waterfalls of change. No one, moreover, wants to ponder it, how it will be to feel the blood cool, shapeliness dissolve. Locked into the blaze of our own bodies, we watched them, wheeling and drifting. We honored them and we loathed them, however wise the doctrine, however magnificent the cycles, however ultimately sweet the huddle of death to fuel those powerful wings. Those are good, Ruben. Thank you. They are. Yeah. Mary Oliver, yeah, this is from her book, American Primitive, Primitive, which won the Pulitzer Prize for Poetry. And you see in both those two poems, like the the bobcat, which was just like this, uh, it's like a claw, a whirlwind, a clawed whirlwind of light, mm-hmm. right? And it's just this short moment with these kind of like just three dots of details, right? The dappled jaw, I love that. Mm-hmm. Or like the, the plush pause right it's like it's cute might also kill you (laughs) (laughs) and it disappears but then you then there's this kind of like reflection what is what what is the truth of the world Mm. or something Mm. yeah and that phrase like the wound of delight Mm. it's that almost like something that delights you by you know i'm i'm just like freestyling here (laughs) so (laughs) There's no like where there's no like warranty to the soundness of any of this analysis, but like always the wound of delight. It's it's this this thing that's kind of like beautiful, but then it also goes away. So that delight is almost like this thrust that that gets you. <laughs> yeah, and and also in in the, the vulture's poem too. Um, it's it's on the one hand it's very sympathetic to the vultures, uh, and. Because, you know, vultures as an image of resurrection, like, that's not probably how we usually think of vultures. Mm, And that verb, minister, like, it's, like, performing some, like, like, you know, deathbed rituals. Yeah. And that that by being eaten by the vulture, it's actually this act of, like, care, Mm -hmm. like, being cared for, right? And... It's not so grim when you think about like the 
ending of <laughs> where the wild things are or the monsters love Max so much and they tell him like I want to eat you up right so it, mm. like it's a strange but I think it's all it's a, it's a funny expression of love eating someone <laughs> <laughs> thank Ruvenation. you Ruben <laughs> Professor <laughs> Ruben he did bring the heavy professor vibes tonight he really explained it yeah I really nice. enjoyed both of those poems yeah. a lot I'm glad I'm glad that they were inspired by zebras so much too yeah yeah anyway. yeah Zebra eluding us. These animals, they're arching among from us. us. <laughs> Come back here. Stop <laughs> arching among us. <laughs> Get back in your cage. Yeah, in, in my head, it's like the zebra is like bucking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, me too. It's me wild. Too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I've, I've I've been inclined up until this point to think of it as a metaphor, but now I kind of just want to think of it as just a, a zebra. Just let, it, let it be a zebra. It's yeah. a zebra. Yeah. Hmm. It's just in the name. Yeah. It's like a, a group. <laughs> A group can't possibly just write a song about a zebra, right? Right. It's like, maybe they could. <laughs> Why not? Uh, all right. That okay. is your okay. ruination for the week, everybody. He has he has one more thing he wants to share. Do I? I don't know. I You're don't looking know. like you want oh. to. He's now half standing, half crouched. <laughs> oh, Macy's going to do the description this week. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, animals. Hand on his hip. <laughs> He's standing with his microphone still in hand and his hand on his hip. I don't Animals. know this. We've never seen this before. Don't turn them into metaphors. <laughs> okay. Don't okay. <laughs> let these animals be animals, folks. We because, don't need to turn them into okay, metaphors. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll and an enigmatic note. Okay. Standing right. this time. Me- metaphor is some kind of distance, right? There's distance in metaphor because you have the metaphor and then you have kind of like the referent, mm-hmm. right? So that, oh, maybe this stands for this other thing. But what if you just let yourself be eaten? Mm-hmm. Oh, Okay. Mm-hmm. Eat me, <laughs> gosh, <laughs> and erase this distance and separateness. <laughs> it's, if anybody wants to know, this this is a taste of what it's like to be with Reuben. This is not like a character he's putting on. There this is, is Reuben. So thank you. Been Good blessed night. by. Thank you, Reuben. We love you in your poetry. There he goes. He's pumping his fist this time. He's he's. <laughs> Not acting, walking away backwards. He's leaving with a triumphant sense, grabbing his cell phone, He's his headphones, his water glass, still pumping his hands. He's oh. chanting, eat them all. <laughs> That's the ruination, folks. Okay. So when we we're come coming back, back for the finale. The finale will be us sharing our top songs. Mm-hmm. I'm so curious. Final thoughts on Beach House. You are? Wait, I'm curious. Hmm. I, I guess mean, we're supposed to teach people to be curious. Five. This is a podcast you dedicated have, to helping you be less cynical and more curious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys. Bye. <laughs> right We're back. It's really interesting to think that as we approach these episodes, I get slightly nervous that we're not going to have enough to talk about. And then we have too much to talk about. Always. I don't know why I'm surprised at that. Because we really got 
You really were got really ooh. weirdly thinking we weren't gonna be able to talk about beach house. I don't know. We were, and we really got lost in the descriptions tonight. Like not lost, like we didn't know where we were going, but we got into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because we got into the zone. It's kind of what their music is about. It's about this textured, layered, yeah, ethereal thing. It's it's hard to describe, and we sat here and tried to describe it. Well, I also just want to say that I think it's one of the reasons we like are doing the podcast. We, 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 um, you did that thing tonight where it's like, it's why I'm not just doing a podcast on my own <laughs> sitting in a room talking about beach house. It's like something happens when we talk about it together, together. Mm-hmm. and you, you brought sure. some things out of me tonight that I was like, Oh, now I'm having some, yeah, yeah. That's those are some good words and some good descriptions. And <laughs> we love yeah. beach house together. Yeah. It's really, it's special to have a shared experience, which I think yeah. is, we hope to invite you into that. And, and on our Instagram, you posted about share about your favorite lead singer. And I think it's yeah, we have fun and good and important for you to sit down and oh. talk about the things you love and care about with the people like thoughtfully. Yeah. It's a good practice. I think. It, also, it almost makes me want to do a bonus episode on these people that your mom talked about uh, Elton John today. That was mm-hmm. really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some, we're responding. I, I mean, I know I'm going to respond tonight. Yeah, the main. Uh, yeah, I want to. Yeah. Okay, should we get to these tops? <laughs> yeah, I top also just want to say a quick side note, everybody. This is an important bit of information. There should be several posts about it, but Macy got a MacBook this week. Oh it is a game-changing bit of it's a, it's a information podcast for no small changer. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're excited about that. We're pumped, we're pumped. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Here are we you, go. Are you going to go first? I don't know. Okay. I you have some runners up. His. Do you want to just do your runners up? Oh, I guess that's a good idea. Okay. We'll do, so this is a, you do runners up, then you guess mine, and then you share yours. And we'll okay, that sounds good. Okay, so I tried to come up with we said top five, and I came up with a top eleven. I think I think I came up with a thirteen, and then I reduced <laughs> it down to eleven. So now I have <laughs> oh man, okay. my runners up, which is six songs, and in no particular order. Okay. I'd like to say I'm just going to name that are really good, and it was like could be in the top five, mm-hmm. but it's just there wasn't enough room. Yeah, I understand. You know, they're, they're all good. I mean, they're, they're really, all really good. You said there's a few that you're not super pumped about, but for me. There really isn't a song that I'll skip over with Beach House. Mm, yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah, I, I think I will at times, and I'll skip two songs. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. So that's Oh, I get what else. you're saying. I thought like you meant I'll you go skipped to. two oh, no. songs. But like I'll yeah. go to a certain song. Okay, so in my runners-up mm. category, the first song I wrote down was Take Care. Oh, yeah. Which that's is a good one. the sweetest, most nostalgic yeah. song. It's so good and special. Yeah, a, a line, a chorus line. Again, it's vague. We don't know what she's talking about. Mm-hmm, but she, mm-hmm. to say, I'll take care of you if you ask me to, what a sweet line. It's really special. Where do those lines come from? <laughs> okay. <laughs> then uh, Better Times, which Ooh, yeah, that's is another a good, good song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ten Mile Stereo. Oh. Which that song just That was just me- started. Did you play that on the way over? Mm-hmm. Ah, you were trying. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. ooh. That's from B- that's from uh, Depression Cherry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of my songs are from. Depression that's cool. Cherry. That that's not one that I would put in a list. Really, even though I love it. Again, it's, there's no song I don't love. Yeah. But that's cool that you. I like don't know. That there's one. something about it that like, it it takes me somewhere. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Um, and then Levitation, Ooh, which yeah. this one was in my top five at one point. Ooh, I could um, see it. I can see it. It's a good one. It's a great opener. It's a great opener. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then this one is. 
also almost in my top five. And when we're talking about their sad moodiness, this is this is one of them, and it's Elegy to the Void. Oh yes, a good one. the feels. And then my last runner up is Wild, which I just love. Wild. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good. It feels like a nice little spirit song of mine. The song title "Elegy to the Void" sounds like the ultimate beach house song. I know it really. It really is. Yeah. and the that's Lord. from Thank Your Lucky Stars, yeah. which is an album I don't, mm-hmm. I hadn't listened to as much. That song builds and builds. Builds and yeah. builds. And just like the brood, it's like a broody vibe. It's a broody vibe, yes. Yeah. 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 Good song. Okay. Those are my runners up. Those are good runners up. Can't argue with those. Can't argue. All right. Do you want to guess my five? Yeah. I okay. feel like this is almost like a game of guess who or something. Okay. So I'm. Pam with the red hair. <laughs> what? I, I think I just know this, that, <laughs> what's it called? On the Sea? On the Sea is in the top on five. Yep. Um, which is interesting because On the Sea has never it's really not, it's gone. Not, it's called not there me. for you? No. Yeah, something, something it, it, it reached me a certain time in life. <laughs> and what, are you going to say what number it is on there? That's number three. Number three. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Okay. This is the game of guess who. My other guess, which is another thing that I think I just know. Yeah is that Days of Candy is in your top. Yeah, that's... Is it number one? Okay, now let's just say this, because I think you and I are in agreement. Mm-hmm. They, they're they all just going to kind of fluctuate. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm at this mm-hmm. point, after a week of listening to Beach House, and mm-hmm. I texted you this, I'm saying Days of Candy right now is number one. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's oh, a good one. It's For a good many one. levels. I, I think it would be fun to end the podcast episode tonight with that Playing. song. I think we should. Okay. I was thinking that. Okay. Um... Okay. Do you want to guess some more? Guess some more. I don't really know <laughs> any others, like for sure, for sure. But they're going to be obvious. If, they if are? I tell you, you're going to be like, "Oh crap!" Like I, I should, of course. Really? Uh huh. Well, now I'm going to feel crazy that I don't guess them. <laughs> Why don't you try one more and then I'll tell you? Okay. Guess until you get get something wrong. So far, you've gotten two right. Okay, but well, my guess. I don't want to. <sighs> <laughs> Were some of them in my runners up? I'm not going to give you any hints. Oh, gosh. Because <laughs> well, I, I was going to say take care yep. is in your top. Okay. So you've gotten three out of five. <laughs> gosh. <laughs> no, I really want to get this. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Is used to be? No. Sad. But it, I, I mean, I love that song. Okay, and my last guess is last ride. No, but I love that song too. All right. That's the closer mm-hmm. of seven. Mm-hmm. So um, in order, my number five tonight, these can fluctuate, uh, is Take Care. Mm-hmm. My number four is Zebra. Okay, yeah. My number three is On the Sea. My number four is Myth. And my number, number two. two is Myth. Oh. Yeah. And that to me this week was fluctuating back and forth between one. Oh, wow. I'm a big... Fan a big of that song. myth fan. It's her. It's her song where she's the most, what you could maybe call androgynous. Hmm. She mm-hmm. just she, she really kind of sounds like a man on that song. Mm-hmm. She sings the. What deepest. does a man sound like? I know. I know. I mean, that's the question. I mean, if anything, men have a falsetto that they could all be singing in, mm-hmm. and they're embarrassed. But traditionally masculine, whatever that means. But uh, or or she just sounds other other. She sounds mm-hmm. other. She doesn't sound like herself necessarily and. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there's just something amazing Ooh. about that song. 
Days of Candy, number one. Yeah. Okay. So there's my top five. Days of Candy. Days of Candy. It's the song. We're going to close it for y'all. Yeah. Yeah. But but I also highly, if you're going to be like, okay, let me just say this as a caveat for Days of Candy. Mm-hmm. We're going to close it. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily representative of Beach House songs. So don't think as you're listening, just enjoy the experience. Be I like, think it is. Well, most Beach House songs don't start with a choir singing. Okay. I would say though that enough do. There are Ooh. quite a few. I don't. Okay. Let me. Ma- and they're ma- my, they're some of my favorites. Let me make a quick caveat to that. Mm-hmm. I think several songs start with a, um, uh, a, a mixed set of Victoria's vocals mm-hmm. layered over each other. Mm-hmm. This sounds like an actual choir, and I don't think that's ever happened before. Like the <sighs> like the so, right. like the French song that you're right. thinking of uh, on the seven album. Mm-hmm. That's I think all Victoria's vocals. Mm-hmm. So you don't think this one is? I hear I hear men sounds, but it there. could be her voice. It's true. It's absolutely true. But it sounds like a choir and like. With, it just sounds like a choir to me. Okay, you're probably right, but who knows? Okay, so are you gonna try and guess my top, or should I just say my top? I I, I don't think I know well enough to guess. It'd be it'd be futile. It'd be futile. <laughs> okay, so I guess I'll do it in order because I think I could do it in order. Wow, now I kind of want to guess. Okay, we know Days of Candy's in there. Yes, yes, I think that would be in my number two spot. We know the French song is in there. I think. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, oh man, now I want hints. <laughs> no. I'm not giving hints. You want to give me hints. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll do the thing you did. I guess I'll, I'll guess until I get it wrong. Is Zebra top five for you? Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zebra so now I've is. guessed, I've guessed three. Mm-hmm. Zebra is probably number four in there. You've guessed um, three. Good job. Wow, wow. I think those were the three obvious ones. Oh. I've given hints in the past, like, I feel like I've given hints. In this episode? No, no, no. Just oh. in like what I've played. Although Ooh. That's a hint. Last ride? Okay. Mm-hmm. I've guessed four? Mm-hmm. Holy moly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last ride is big major top one Holy for me. Holy moly. Which is the last song of their last album, and it's so it is. good. It it's is. It's so good. It really is. It builds. It's so layered. It's, it feels like this grand, grand song. Yeah, it's it's tough because maybe I could put a, a clip in there, but you're not going to understand because mm-hmm. it's going to be just a snippet of a very layered, progressive, the, long yeah, song. I could go off, but just the slowness to the start and how long she does the, the slow intro is yes. so important to me.
I don't know if you're going to guess this last one. Is it Rogue? It's kind of a wild card, but I think it's... I don't know. I really like it. Uh, I might as well just vibes. try to guess. The true Beach House vibes. Oh, my gosh. No, someone <laughs> guess it. The true v- Beach House vibes. Um, okay, can I, can I be told what album it's from? No, don't do it. Uh, well, it's kind of a confusing one. Gosh. Uh, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess Master of None. No. Dang it. Okay, what is no, it? No, it's wherever you go. Oh, that is. Yeah, you just played it for me. Why mm-hmm. didn't I? You were giving me hints. You know, I was giving you hints. It is the true Beach House vibes. It is the Gosh. true Beach House yeah. vibes. It's, it's a nostalgic song. Nostalgic. You're there. You're you're on the water. Yeah. You're reflective. You're thinking. You're with your ch- pals. With your pals. <laughs> Zoning out. Yeah. Man, that was good. Okay, so those are our songs. Yeah. Yeah. That's our episode on Beach House, everybody. Per usual, we just touched the surface. Um, we hope that you enjoyed this. I think I think I'll, I think I want to say something about this idea of like acknowledging the special bands in our life. Like mm-hmm. Beach House is one of those bands. I'm 39. We've acknowledged that on this episode or this <laughs> podcast. You, you know, there's something pretty special and magical about a band that has marked the moments of your life. So we talk about Mm -hmm. zebra now, Mm -hmm. I guess that was maybe six, seven years ago for me. Mm -hmm. And since their songs, uh, they've soundtrack, they've soundtrack. It's, it makes it extra special. And I, and I know that there's other bands out there for many listeners that have probably tracked you for 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and even if you just take a snapshot and this is like your relationship with 20 pilots, four years at college is a long four years Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. things speed up after a while Mm -hmm. but those are significant songs for you in your college years yeah very uh, what i'm saying is like these are this is no small thing these these bands the things that you love the music that matters so much to you it's not a small Mm -hmm, thing mm -hmm. can i say this one thing of of course (laughs) no i said that well that's a t-shirt this as we were as we were preparing for this episode both Scott and I, I think this is kind of a strange vibe thing. Mm, mm. I was listening and thinking, gosh, this music oh, makes yes. me need to make a video. Oh my gosh, like video vibes. And I just got this computer and now I have software and technology to do a lot of cool things. <laughs> so in my head, I was like, oh, I'd love to make some kind of moody beach house video. In the same day that you, I was thinking that Scott texted me was like, I should, I want to make a beach house video of like, really? yes. Wow. You were already thinking <laughs> I that? I was already thinking. And I uh-huh. I have a few videos from before when you texted me Mm, that mm. I was just like, I should start videotaping. Wow. Isn't that strange? Because their music just, it leads to that. Yeah. And it was like inspiring. I I I felt inspired (laughs) and like listening to their music. I'm like, my life is sometimes a music video. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It feels that way. It makes you feel like you're living in a movie a little mm -hmm, bit. Soundtrack. mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's coming y'all. Oh yeah. Well we, we did commit to making videos this week. We don't know when they're going to be released and we don't know which songs each other has chosen Mm -hmm. to make these videos too. Same footage, different songs, different editors. Yes. It's coming. Hopefully that's something that you're going to enjoy. But <laughs> anyways, okay. we're going to leave you with, with a, a song called Days of Candy. We hope you enjoy it. We will see you next week, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs>